Is your soul ready for the truth? Welcome to Chatcast, the award-winning spiritual podcast that takes on all the hard topics. Raw, unfiltered, and authentic. No spiritual or relationship issue is off limits. We discuss everything from sex and consent to equality, grief, death, and the spirit world. Life evolves around relationships. So if you're ready to get right with yourself so you can be right with others, then stay right here because Chatcast is for you. Now, here's your host, spiritual empath, shaman, and multiple award-winning best-selling author, Tracy Dunblazer. Hi, good afternoon, everyone. It's really great to be here. It's a wonderful Thursday afternoon in sunny California. And today's topic for Chatcast, uh, my name is Tracy Dunblazer, and I created Chatcast as an opportunity for us to be a forum and to begin to think about some of these topics, some of these things, these dynamics in life that we really struggle with that people don't want to talk about or they don't want to, uh, for fear of, you know, judgment or reprisal, they don't want to really dig in to the multiple layers of what really needs to be discussed. And today's topic, uh, and just so you know, you can see it on the screen, but uh, Ken, I would love to talk to you and have your input, have your questions uh, at 332030815. Today's topic is going to be legacy. Today's topic is about the multiple layers of what you will leave behind. You have children, what you will leave your children, you know, what you will leave in the world. And most of us relate to the idea of legacy as what we will physically leave behind, we will, uh, the things we'll leave behind, or um, the work we will leave behind, the, the, the art, the, the books, the, the money, the, the companies. But the truth is, most of us won't leave those kinds of legacies. The kind of legacies that we will leave is who we were who we were in life, the spiritual patterns, the emotional patterns, the intellectual patterns that we perpetrated on others. <laughs> I know that's, that's an uh, inflamed word to use, but when we engage in our opinions over and over again to the point at which we really begin to influence the people that are around us or that we are influenced by. We are influenced by people and their beliefs and their beliefs may have zero to do with the realities of the situation. They may be fully based in uh, not the universal truth that we all are connected to, but it may be related to their own personal truth of their own personal experiences and what their spirit needs them to remember in order to move forward in their life. We need to unpack all of that because that was a, (laughs) that was a very loaded, big, huge statement. I know it didn't seem that way, but it, it was because every human being has a particular belief or thought 
about who they are, how they relate to things, uh, what things that have happened to them, how they've been treated, their experiences. And when they have their own beliefs, they, they, they state their opinions and they choose um, the things they do, the things they say based on their own personal experiences. And until they can work through the who, what, why, where, and when of their own personal experiences, it makes it very difficult to be inclusive with your opinion, to be inclusive of other people, to include other people, to trust other people, to connect with others in, uh, except for the ones who have had the exact same experience as you. So that's why we are in, you know, the clusterfuck that we're in today. Uh, because there are people who have their own belief systems based on what, have, what uh, their own personal experience tells them is true. And it doesn't leave space for them to trust other people because their experiences tell them that they can't. Right. And so that, that leaves a pattern or a legacy that they may not be aware of. And that's, that's the point of today's conversation is to, be aware of the legacy that you will leave those you love or those you impact behind. Now, for me, I'll tell you a little bit about my story. I, uh, my father was a DJ. He was the morning drive time guy in the Southwest at KOB radio. And I was 11 when he died. And so the man that I knew as a disc jockey, you know, he always spoke like this and how are you Again, whoever he was, that that it was really literally his radio personality that I knew because I didn't really know him well. We spent very little time together. Our our lives were were geared around his job. He got up at three in the morning. He we couldn't have kids, friends home after school because he was napping. And then we had dinner at 5:30, and then he read the paper and then he went to sleep. And you know, everything, every bit of our life revolved around who he was. And then the person that I knew by listening to him on the radio was this person I couldn't connect with because it wasn't real. And not to say that he wasn't real and what he portrayed in the public eye wasn't a truth about him. And it was certainly, he was well revered and people loved him and very popular and he, he made people laugh. And so he connected to everyone. But I, as his child, as his, as his very young daughter, couldn't really connect to him. And so I was left with this feeling of him, this ex- experience of him that I don't ever want to be him. <laughs> and because of that, you know, I've, I've been in entertainment in my life over, over the many years and, and uh, been writing books and been a spiritual empath and shaman uh, for many years and working uh, as a healer in the, in the self-help industry. But I wanted to I wanted to have intimate relationships with people. I wanted to really be able to connect with people because when you leave that deep space in between you and others, it doesn't allow for them to affect you or you to affect them. And again, for that reason, that's that's how I imagined radio. And so uh, over the years, people have asked me to do radio asked me to do podcasts asked me to ask me to get into this thing that I'm now in <laughs> and I, I have resisted it with every 
fiber of my being until just this last year, because I think for the first time, I understood that I didn't have to do it in the way that he did it. Radio today is, you know, this was in 19, uh, so 1968 to 1978 that my father was in radio. So it's, it's a whole different animal today. It's a very different experience and it's a very different relationship and it's much more intimate and connected uh, with, with people. You know, the, the fact that you can call me at 323-203-0815 right now and, and talk to me and have a conversation with me is, uh, is a part of what I, I love about how things have changed. But my father's legacy for me was twofold. One, it was the way he made others feel, which was joyful and happy and able to have a new level of freedom from for themselves where they were at. For a little while, they could forget what was going on either in themselves or in the world and, and, and laugh and enjoy themselves. And the, the twofold was my relationship to him that wasn't real. I didn't know the man that was my father because I saw this persona that he put on for the public. So it's taken me, uh, it's taken me this part of my life to really connect with what, with what his legacy was for me on all levels. So that's just a part of legacy. Uh, how others have impacted us and what it does with us, for us, um, and then how we respond to that, how we respond in the world. How do we respond in the world based on the legacy that was left us, right? So that's just one level of the interpersonal relationships that we have uh, with people that really um, change us on very deep levels in ways that we, we don't know until we know. Now, there's one other legacy that has been deeply impactful for me, which is my mother. And my mother was a, was a, a very unique person because she, while she had her opinions, she didn't necessarily voice them a lot. She did, of course, after, you know, after my father passed and things shifted for her, but she had a whole life that she really gave up. Oh, good. I've got a caller right now. Um, I'm going to take this caller right now and then get back to my mummy. Go ahead. Go ahead, caller. Hi. Hi. I, I've been a listener of yours for many, many um, years, and I love your work. Um, my name is Haley, and I guess, you know, maybe I have more of a comment um, than a question, and maybe you can expand on it and kind of um, give me your, your opinion. You know, I'm a mother of many children, and uh-huh. I feel like um, as I've matured, my, my children are grown. I look right. back on um, raising my children, and I feel as though um, I, you know, I faltered a little bit on, on some points. And so what I felt like I needed to do and was compelled to do was to circle back around and um, kind of have those tough conversations um, and, and, you know, maybe fix things that I thought that I did wrong. So I guess my question to you, Tracy, is how do I reconcile the, the, feelings that I, I felt like I probably put some of my um, 
my baggage onto my children and then you circle back around and you try to fix it and you hope you did a good job. And, you know, maybe you have a process for that, that you can kind of help me with where I feel like, okay, this might need to be revisited. You know, how would I do that? Well, I think, uh, I think a couple of things. So I, uh, I think, thank you, Haley, for calling and, and for taking time out to have this conversation with me today. Um, the legacy that you leave your children is a very interesting one because the biggest legacy you will leave them is your unconscious spiritual relationship. And so that's kind of what you're talking about is all of those things that you may have done when you were younger with them that now that you have expanded, grown, uh, changed your viewpoint that now you see that the evidence of who you were on them as they grow and as they become adults or are adults and living their adult lives. Um, I think the first thing to, I think the first thing thing is to not blame yourself because it it could not have been any other way. (laughs) I think parents, I'm, I'm not, I'm not a parent and there's a reason for that. Uh, I, I think parents have this illusion that we can be a, you can be a good parent or a bad parent right? When the truth is you are a human who is, is just the fiduciary of another human who also has a karma and their own path to live. And you are the fiduciary of that path because you are instrumental in bringing them into the planet. Um, so first of all, giving yourself some compassion by saying, you know, it, it couldn't have been any other way. And then the second the second thing is to if, if there is some, if you were away at a, at another time in your life and you see that your children are suffering from that in some way, then say, Hey, you know, you have, you have the honest conversation. You know, when you were, when you were at this age, I was doing X and this is what I believed. And you know what? I changed. I don't believe that anymore. Or today I would never do that today. I understand the impact that doing that has on myself, on those I love, on the outer world, right? But that, that you are willing to have that conversation. So, for example, and we have, uh, let's see, oh, we, uh, we are ready for our next com- uh, uh, commercial break. So, if, Haley, if you can hold on for a few minutes, because at least uh, I'd, like, I'd like to talk about one other thing uh, with you before you, sure. you take off. And uh, we're going to okay, go great. right to our commercial break. Thank you. Are you haunted? Demons know about you. You should know about them. Master your inner world. Embrace your power with joy. Brings the information that many who suffer spiritual trauma have been waiting for. And the response has been powerful. In this award-winning book... Renowned spiritual empath and shaman, Tracy Dunblazer, helps readers understand and gain advantage over spiritual forces and past life influences that impact their lives. Tracy reveals the origin of dark forces and how choices you make will dictate their access to you. Through the tapestry of anecdotes, channelings, and rituals, you will discover your own spiritual awareness and healing power. Master Your Inner World by Tracy Dunblazer. Available where books are sold. 
Hi, welcome back. This is Tracy Dunblazer with Chatcast, and we are having a conversation with Haley on the line. And we're talking about legacy. We're talking about, in, in her case, uh, her relationship with her many children and, and the change that we make when we realize that who we were at a younger time in their life and who we are now today is different and how that may have impacted them. The, the recognition that we may have impacted our children in, in a way that is hurtful or, uh, well, I can't say unnecessary because if it happened, it was on some, level, on some level necessary. But the other thing that I wanted to address, Haley, in terms of legacy is the willingness to have an honest conversation. Uh, I, I, in my relationship with my mother, we had a, a, a very strained relationship based on uh my relationship with her after my father died and after my other two siblings left, left the home, it was just she and I, and she and I were like oil and water. And so it made it very difficult. And I always felt she didn't want me. I just had this, this deep seated feeling that I was not wanted. And while that's not a rational thought, I know I didn't, my mother is not that type of a person to, you know, loathe me, but I, I couldn't get over that feeling. And so finally one day, uh, we had a conversation. I was living in New York at the time, but I came back to Albuquerque and we had a, a conversation. And I said, you know, when you had me, did you want to be pregnant? And her first response was, oh, I loved you. I love you. I was so happy to 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 have you. And I'm like, that's not what I'm saying. I, did you want to be pregnant? And she said, no, no, I didn't. We were going to have two children and you were the third. <laughs> now there was there wasn't an option for her to uh, have an abortion, so she was going to have me. That was her choice. Uh, but she she says no, I really didn't want another child, and I did not want to be pregnant again. And what happened is I was born at seven months, and based on my own will, I lived. And when, the, when she said that to me, when she said, no, I didn't want to be pregnant, it wasn't that she want, didn't want me, but she did not want to be pregnant. That released me of that feeling that I had had up until that moment. And that's, that's the kind of legacy that you leave your children is these, are these unconscious beliefs that we hold that tell us we shouldn't be honest, that we should dumb down or soften the information. And that's not helpful to your children. Our children today are, are intuitive and, and they're smart and they come into the world with a lot more knowledge than oftentimes we give them, give them credit for. So I think, I think it's a, a profound and courageous position for you to take, Haley, in, in just your willingness to have the conversation and, and do the work. If you do your own work, whatever connection that has on your children, it will your the fact that you have gone back and done that emotional work will offer an opportunity for your child if they're holding on to that in some energetic form, it will offer them the opportunity to reconcile it with you if that's what they need. If they don't reconcile it with you, then it is truly theirs and they must find a way to work through it on their own, which you would be a great fiduciary for. You'd be a leader in that because you've already done it. And so you've already kind of set up energetically a blueprint for them to be able to follow. Yeah. I, you know, I guess my, my concern was, um, 
during the process. Um, I have one daughter that I feel um, is not uh, ready for that conversation with me. Um, right. I have tried to reach out to her very recently, in fact. But when I do, I guess maybe just total honesty is, is the way to go and just letting it, letting it all come through and right. Absolutely. And I think, you know? I think that uh, there's something that I hear that I hear energetically going on in the space, which is in this kind of situation, if we hold guilt about something, we have to, we have to be really clear what we're, if we're looking to help ourselves or if we're looking to help them because children. Can you do both? um, You, you cannot honestly help another if you are still in a position to try to help yourself because in that case, you don't, you naturally don't answer or you, you naturally veer away from honesty (laughs) and, 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 and you want to hide, you want to hide, a word or a verb or a, I did this, or I felt that to save their feelings or to not deal with their wrath. If they're, if they're upset, you know, we, we, we mm-hmm. mod- moderate our behavior based on what we think we're going to get in response. And when we do that, it doesn't render us to be in an honest place. So okay. you, uh, any person in this position has to do their own work first Okay. And when you do your own work telepathically, your child is connected to you, even if they wish they weren't, <laughs> even if they wish that was not the case, you know, they, they are connected to you and they're going to feel every bit of transformation you go through. And when they are ready for their own reconciliation, they will find their way back to you. And awesome. your, I love hearing that. your goal is, in between those two times, you're doing your work and they're doing their work. That space in between is all love. And that means love for yourself and love for your daughter. So okay. I love that. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. You're very welcome. Thank you so much for calling. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Bye-bye. Have a good day. So that's uh that was that's it's very interesting um, because the relationships that we have with our parents naturally color how we see. I had another very interesting experience with uh, when my mother died. She had been sick for about nine months, and she was she went to church, but she wasn't. Uh, I think she was naturally intuitive and naturally spiritual, but she grew up in an environment where it wasn't safe to be intuitive. It wasn't safe to be emotional. And so she always withheld her emotion as much as she could, or she got angry. That was her. Those were zone A and zone B. And when she died and in the process of her dying, I was there with her, all, all three of her children. We, we, we were there at all different points of her illness and then her death. And when she left, when her spirit left her body, I felt a complete release of the energy that I would recognize as, as self-pity. And I had always, I, I, I don't, I'm not a person who really 
feels bad for myself. Even, even, even in a face of being victimized, I've not, that it's just, it's just not written in my DNA to feel sorry for myself. And so I really struggled in some of my deepest emotional times with that, with that energy of, of victimization and self-pity. And I, and it all, and it always felt odd for me. It didn't feel like it was mine. And when my mother died, I realized she took it with her and she literally took it with her and she took it from me because she had to put it on me as a child. She didn't mean to, that wasn't her goal. She wasn't mean, you know, she, she felt she never allowed herself to feel deeply because it was looked at in her day as mental illness. And especially for women, there's, there is a whole gender divide, which that could be a whole other topic. (laughs) There is a whole gender divide in being able to feel and being willing to feel. Women who feel are crazy and men who feel, I'm sorry, somebody's, uh, men who feel uh, are weak. That's culture. Those those aren't truths that those are things that our culture would want us to believe about how we feel. And so we have to be the ones to rewrite that legacy that has been left for us in our willingness to feel and to experience emotion at every level, Um, personally, within our relationships, and then collectively, right? Right now, we are experiencing a lot of different collective experiences. dynamics where a group of people feel one way and they mobilize and connect to others who may or may not feel that way, but they get on the train because that's, they want to be a part of, of something, right? So when people have a collective emotion or a collective feeling or a collective belief, what belies that collective belief has a personal relationship. It has a reason that those people are engaging in that, that belief system. And when you understand that it allows you a little more freedom to maybe think something different, maybe to move away from the herd in terms of your own belief system. Talk to me about this. Call me at 323-203-0815. And I also want to let you know that if you want to reach out to me, we're getting ready to come up to a uh, to another uh, commercial break. And before we do, if you have a pen and paper, tracydunblazer.com. If you're interested in my books, Master Your Inner World, you saw an ad for, and you'll see one for Conquer Your Karmic Relationships. So if you're interested in those, you can go to beaslayer.com or anywhere where books are sold. But I'm telling you all of this now because always at the end of the show, I am so caught up in whatever it is that we're talking about that I inevitably forget <laughs> to tell you how you can reach to me. Reach me. You can get to me at, uh, at GoTracy on YouTube, uh, at GoTracy on Instagram, Tracy Dunblazer, Spiritual Empath on Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, uh, Twitter, Tracy Dunblazy. So you can uh, TikTok at GoTracy. 
Uh, so anywhere that you want to reach out to me, I'd love to hear from you and, and talk further about uh, the dynamic of our legacy, what we will leave behind mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically in the life that we are living now. And even more importantly, what has been left behind for us. So uh, we're going to go to a commercial break and then we will talk more about it as soon as we're back. Your karma got you down. Claim your history, own your power and change your life. In this groundbreaking book, Tracy Dumblazer takes an in-depth look at your karmic relationships and repetitive patterns that position you in life. This 10-time award-winning best-selling book will inspire change in you. You'll learn all the ways to reveal, accept, forgive, and transform your relationships on every level, not only to your soulmates and romantic relationships, but how you relate to food, money, family, culture, religion, sex, death, and your environment. Conquer your karmic relationships. Heal spiritual trauma to open your heart and restore your soul. We'll help you unearth the very core of what drives you, showing how to direct its power into usable, life-giving resources. Through radical acceptance, learn how to recognize your karmic relationships and love yourself and the life you have right now. Pick up a copy of Conquer Your Karmic Relationships anywhere books are sold. Hi, we're back with ChatCast. I'm Tracy Dunblazer, and we're here to talk about the hard topics. And today's topic is legacy. What will you leave behind when you're gone? And what do you leave behind, you know, when, when you meet people? What do they receive from you? There's always an exchange of energy all the time. And your uh, words, thoughts, ideas, choices all have an impact and leave a legacy here on the planet, either with other people, um, for your future, that changes how, how things move forward. So there's two things I want to talk about. And I'd love it if you'd uh, give us a call at 323-203-0815. But at the basis of legacy, and this is going to get into, you know, our, your spirituality, how you relate to a higher consciousness, a higher being, the creator, God, um, you know, do you, what, what are your beliefs? Do you believe in yourself? And if so, your higher self? How, however you relate to that, I'm going to, I call that the creator. And to me, the creator is our indelible connection with all that is. We are all interconnected in that, that place in consciousness where we do all connect is the creator. It is where things can be born and then trickle down into manifestation in the physical world. And I want to talk to you a little today about trust. I'm going to read a, an excerpt from my book, Conquer your karmic relationships, heal spiritual trauma to open your heart and restore your soul. Because this is a this is about trust, and at the at the heart of legacy is our ability to trust. Learn to trust that the Creator has your highest intentions in mind, even beyond your ability to recognize them, and that there is a path that exists to a life that allows for your contentment. If you will listen. Depending on where you are right now, there is a series of optimal experiences that will lead you 
to heal, repair, transform, express yourself, and thrive. Trust is the dynamic to be cultivated and will become the most valuable skill set you possess as it has the power to change outcomes. When you trust that your world will take care of you, it will provide that it will provide for you all you need, you begin to activate the vibration of that sentiment in everything you do. It's like a beacon to your environment, giving you first what you need and then what you want. So when we trust that life is good to us, that we deserve wellness, and I want to talk a little bit about deserving because that's a that's a buzzword. <laughs> Nobody ever, I mean, yeah, yeah. People may say I, I don't really deserve you, or I don't deserve this. I don't, you know. It's not really about deserving it. That the the concept of deserving something comes from uh, really the concept of karma, which is a reaction to an action taken. And if you have a habit of, let's say, being being uh, selfish and withholding, you know, withholding what you have to offer to the world, withholding what you have to offer in a relationship, withholding the love and compassion that you really need. When you withhold, you create a pattern that then draws other people, places, and things that do that same thing to you or that you have to live through the impact of witnessing the impact you have on them. (laughs) It, you know, it's layer upon layer upon layer of a dynamic of an energy. And it leaves you at a vibration that if it is a dense vibration, put you in a position to attract more things at that same dense vibration. So when you begin to believe that your universe will provide to you the highest and best that you can imagine. And even more so that you can, you can have the highest and best that you can't imagine. You know, maybe your bar has been so low in life that you can't even fathom what it would be like to have, have good things happen. (laughs) Right. Or maybe you, maybe you have uh, maybe in relationships or in business, you know, in, in your relationship to money, maybe, maybe things have been, so rough this go round that you can't even fathom what it would be like to feel content and to feel at peace and to feel joyful about those things. So that comes a time where you have to actually trust that the higher part of yourself, that your God, your creator has a wider vantage point so that your creator can see what you need even when you cannot and that you have to trust that and then put out that vibration of trust, knowing that putting out a vibration of trust is not the same thing as putting out a vibration of naivete or ignorance. And and, and I say ignorance because a lot of times we, we know things and we know we know them, but we want to ignore that we know them. And we are when we are in the, in a place where we are experiencing that duality, we know something, but we're going to withhold it. We're going to tell others that that's not what's happening or that's not the case or we don't know. That's when you open yourself up to this vibration of betrayal and uh, deceit, 
right? People, people oftentimes change the meanings in their mind to being innocent and naive and ignorant meaning you can, you can only not know something one time and then you know it a part of you knows it and sometimes we come into life where we already know things that we don't really have any physical uh, life experience to prove that we know it But there comes a time when we have to, when you put that vibration of trust out, that that trust connects to what is so good you can't even imagine it. And that you become open, that that, like recognizing that that vibration does not open you to people who can betray you or take advantage of you, which is how people associate it a lot of the time. Right? If you trust, then uh, people can take advantage of you. But the truth is, is if you're trusting the creator, the creator will let you know if you're dealing with a human with whom you cannot trust. Take that in a minute. When you trust your highest self, you open yourself to the knowledge that spirit will show you if you are dealing with something or a person who you can't trust, who they will betray you. They do have your, they do have a a negative intent for you. They don't have your best, uh, your best intentions in their mind. They're not for you, right? So you have to be willing to trust the creator so much that you, and trust yourself that you know you will listen to that when it comes, Because that's the thing, as we open up to this deeper acknowledgement of the collective and how we connect and interact with with each other, that trust, we we are not trusting others, we are trusting the creator and ourselves to know when people are for us and when they are not. And should we bring to us someone who is not the best for us? then we recognize what we learn from the experience and then we move on from it. We forgive ourselves and them. Now, that process that I just, you know, gleaned through, just right through in two seconds can sometimes take years. But it's still the process that we will go through because it is what being human is about. So that first level on a personal level, learning to trust your higher self or the creator to uh, really show you what is the truth and to walk the path that is presented to you in your heart, not as an external uh, obligation or demand, right? Only you know what it is that you need to do. Now, we've got a few more minutes here. We've got about uh, 10 more minutes. So I definitely, if anybody wants to chat with me today, I want you to give me a call at 323-203-0815. And uh, before that, the next thing I want to talk about is dealing with outer forces. How do we deal with our environment if we are sensitive or fragile or um, we just don't know what to do? We are unskilled in our ability to deal with 
things we're unable to deal with when we're unable to deal with them. <laughs> you know, I mean, you, you can, you can fill in your own blanks about what it is that I'm talking about here for you, but I want to read you, uh, Again, this is from part four, Mastery of Conquer Your Karmic Relationships, Heal Spiritual Trauma to Open Your Heart and Restore Your Soul. Dealing with outer forces. Addressing the outer forces in your life begins with your acknowledgement and understanding of their impact on you. Answering all the questions to, to follow will give you an idea of your current level of empathy and trust. Until you can accept the ways in which the world impacts you, you will be powerless to change it. So I'm going to read off a few of these questions. And if you want to grab a paper and pencil um, and just write down your answer, because this is really important for contemplation to really understand how your, how your environment impacts you um, and how it might leave you, render you powerless to make change. So the first question is, do you feel better about yourself or less so when in the presence of people in your life or at your job? Do the people in your life make you feel better about yourself or allow you to feel better about yourself? Is there space with those in your life to feel good about yourself? My my highest and best, you know, I I, I always think of the people I want around me are the ones that I like myself when I'm with them. Right. They, they bring out the better in me. So that's food for thought. The second question is, sorry, if, if someone is angry in your midst Do you become irritable yourself? Do you empathize with that anger? Do you take it on? Are you angry yourself? And then does that leave you open to literally taking on the energy of the anger of others? Because sometimes we have a, a deeper empathy. And when we have internal feelings as well, we are open to then exacerbating them by taking on more of that same energy from other people. So how empathetic are you? And are you able to process that energy? Are you aware of it when you take it on? What do you do with it? What do you want to do with it? Okay. Question number three. If someone is speaking loudly or yelling at you, Are you able to remain focused? Hmm. Are you able to remain focused? Are you easily moved in a situation? Oftentimes, if we are easily moved in any situation, we are subliminally moved by the environment, um, the politics, the uh, marketing ads, the opinions of others. So are you a, basically the question is, are you able to retain who you are amidst your environment? So that's a great question. Hmm. 
Okay. Do you believe that the world outside will take care of you in a pinch? That's a good one. You know, it's uh, depending on your condition or the family that you have or the circle of friends or the lack of all of those, depending on what's going on with you, how, who do you rely on? Do you have someone to rely on? Are you willing to be open to the fact that there's a part of yourself that if you will ask that part of yourself to bring to you what you need, that it will come because that's, that's where it starts. You know, this, this pandemic has been a, <laughs> I won't say a motherfucker for so many. And, and, and for all of us, it has changed our views of ourself, our lives and each other. And it has changed, it is, it has changed um, irreversibly the lives of many and the work they do, the opportunities that they had, you know, with, with all these earth changes happening, people are losing, you know, everything that they owned and two years later losing it again. So it's a, it is a deep place out there today. And are you willing to trust that there is a higher consciousness that's, that's ready, willing, and able to help you if you will call on it. And this, this higher consciousness can be an expression of you, who you are, your higher self. But it is ready, willing, and able to help you in whatever it is that you need. If you will call on it. So how willing are we Will, ready, willing, and able to receive what we need from others. You know, these are these are important things to contemplate and to recognize that there are people out there that, that need things that we can't even fathom that they need. And we can have an impact sometimes on those people with what we say, with what we do, with how we feel and how we share those feelings on social media, with our friends and family. We have an impact that is far-reaching in ways that we cannot know. We, there, a small action can be taken today that can have a profound, transformative impact on people we don't even know, yet we are connected to it. And those things are our legacy. So my hope for you today is to really contemplate what is your legacy, what you do leave in your wake as you live daily, what beliefs, what, what do your beliefs call on for you? How able to trust are you? And then contemplate how would you how you would like that to be? What do you want to leave others? Yes, what do you want to leave others with? 
So I would like to leave you with more awareness, forgiveness, some joy, hopefully some laughter somewhere in there. I would like to leave you with that. And if there's any way I can help you on your process, I love that you tuned in today. You can reach me at www.tracydunblazer.com, which is on the screen, T-R-A-C-E-E-D-U-N-B-L-A-Z-I-E-R.com. You can find all of my book items. I've got a new book coming up very soon. Uh, it's going to be on, it's a, a book on grief and it's, it's meant to, uh, I'm very excited to share my concept of grief with everybody. So keep a lookout for that. And uh, again, thank you for sharing time with me today. It's been a real pleasure. And this has been Chatcast with Tracy Dunblazer. You've been listening to Chatcast with Tracy Dunblazer, the award-winning spiritual podcast that takes on all the hard topics. Join us next time for more in-depth conversations about life and relationships. Thanks for listening.